This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, the talk station in Philly. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, Deanne <laughs> Katsaris. How are you, Deanne? I'm doing great. They just love her. They love her. And we're here. This is our 951st show. I start, I forgot to mention last week when we were at 950. That's where we started. Remember? 15 oh, that's years right. Ago. 950. Yep. Yep. 950. We used to be WPEN and uh, Jay Lamont. So we're here every Saturday to keep you informed what's happening with the real estate because no other media is talking about it at all. And the real estate market is in good shape despite all the doom and gloomers out there. If you have any questions, give me a call, 267-266-5501. What's your number? My number is 609-605-7153. Somebody asked me for your number last week and I blanked. I was like, oh, she'd be so pissed. (laughs) (laughs) So what's coming up today? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have our business tips with asking Dr. A. Yeah. We, the A and I series. I sent him something today about that. Awesome. We also have our we also have Mark's funny story. Got one for you. And our mortgage mom topic today is keeping yeah. that script credit score high. That's a good one. Keeping that credit score high. All right, Mark, we also have our question and answer segment. First question right. is, why do you both keep saying buy a duplex first before I buy a house? That's awesome. Somebody emailed, they emailed me that one. Favorite, favorite topic. How long until we really see some upticks in homes for sale? The next question is, I have a buyer for my home who keeps adding conditions to our contract. What should I do? The next question, one. and that's it. No, something we signed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry for your loss, but heard you mention something about a will not be not being enough to solve all the issues if someone passes. Yeah, I learned a lot over the last few weeks that I've been telling a lot of people about it, and hardly anybody I talked about it knew. <laughs> no, that's it's very, very important. And Mark, we also have our topic of the day, which is what women want. In a new home. 
And here I am giving a voice to women again. Oh, I was, I, what, what was the last topic I gave women a voice on? I think it wasn't that long dating. ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, because you're, you're an expert. Dating, dating advice from me. All right, but first, <laughs> give us your motivational quote. And a motivational quote is, rule number one is, don't sweat the small stuff. Rule number two is, it's all small stuff. Love and it. in the end, it is. Love it. It is. So where are we at? So, Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. So first, we're going to talk about uh, new construction. So it, we haven't approached the good old days of 2020 and 2021. But, you know, we've been talking for the last, I don't know, what, six years about how they've been behind. I mean, back in the day, they were building a million houses a year, and they haven't hit that. I think they hit 600,000 last year. But there's some good activity, signs of life uh, last month. The U.S. Census Bureau and Department of Housing and Urban Development reported that both housing permit activity and residential construction starts rose sharply in February after a fairly lackluster performance in January. As in January, however, credit was largely due to multi-family construction. And there's two going on in Foxy's, and there's still a bunch of apartments being built all over the place. Well, Mark, right now I am recording, and we're doing the show from Somerset Village. Somerset, yeah. Yep, it is completed. And, and um, Brokers Open is happening, and there's 168 units. And I, I'm going to tell you, this place is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, and for what the renters are paying in Philly, they can own one. Uh, it is stunning, stunning. And it's only going to keep going up in value, yep. too. So, again, the month-over-month -month gains came principally from multifamily sector, sector in the building, new construction, because the, the investors are seeing, you know, these apartments. Like, you know, I'm surprised we didn't go up to 50% rentals in Philly, and we're still at 48%. But the rent went from eighteen hundred on a one bedroom citywide to two grand. It didn't go to nineteen hundred. It skipped nineteen hundred. Jumped up two hundred a month. I've been telling his students about this. They just can't believe it. They said, "Yeah, but I can get a one bedroom." I said, "Yeah, I'm talking citywide, big picture." Right. Yeah, of course, in some neighborhood where you know, might not want to be standing on Friday night. Hey, you probably get something for seventy five bucks. <laughs> That's when you go run an apartment, go there Friday night around 9 o'clock and see what's happening. Oh my God. <laughs> go there early Saturday morning around 6. <laughs> Those starts jumped to 24.1%, while single-family starts only edged up by 1.1%. So these builders are really focused on multifamily. So the annual rates of 608000 and 830000 respectively. Single-family starts were down... 31.6% from the year before. So the builders are focused on the multifamily, not the residential. And we're 5 million houses behind. 5 million yeah, houses. And that's going to take forever our, to catch up. And our inventory from last week, we we're at 3,900. Four sales citywide in Philly were up 1,000 at 4,032 as of this morning. You know. And then... This other thing with the economy, you know, everybody's like well, worried about what's going on and all. This inflation is a problem, and they got to they got to stop spending money. They spent a hundred billion dollars in the last year on Ukraine, hundred billion dollars. And then I watched a video this week with the Ukraine's 
guy and an interpreter, and he's standing there going, send money. We need more money. Money, <laughs> money, 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 money. He said money about 20 times. And the other guy's just, the Selinsky's just standing there. You know, and three times there's been opportunities to negotiate this war, and our administration doesn't want to negotiate. Now, I'm hoping, you know, you got to get to the table and solve this. It could only get worse, but a hundred billion dollars. It's it's all a, right. Let's no rant. You spend that kind of. I'm not. Um, the thing is, though, this inflation's affecting all businesses. Everything. And then, like, there's a hearing this week. Uh, the water department wants to raise the rates in the stormwater tax. I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, because that they're 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 just killing small business with that. I just talked to a business person that was thinking about opening in the city. And he had a really smart accountant, and he started looking at all the monthly bills, and he's seen how much his storm water tax was going to be, eighteen hundred a month. That's insane. So he's he's like, screw this, I'll stay right across the border, and I won't have that bill. I don't know, but anyway, they got to get this inflation under control because it does affect everything. And the worst, it scares everybody. For sure. I mean, that's what the buyers. Yeah, and I'd rather. Be, I mean, you know, the yeah, buyers are worried. I'd rather about the be rates. able to. Yeah, and it does. I, you know, spend eight bucks for a dozen eggs. You know, I, mean, I get two two gallons of gas. <laughs> Tell me about the rates, All right, Mark. Your thirty year conventional six points. Oh, right, Mark. That was like a shut up there, will you? Thirty year fixed on conventional six point six two five. Your fifteen years at six percent. Your thirty year FHA is at six point two five percent, and as well as your thirty year VA. Again, it's still a great rate. It's a great opportunity to refinance. Take advantage Any, of it. Anywhere, anywhere in the sixes, historically, is a great right. rate. You know, you don't want to screw around and one day it's been, about, we're about 14, 15%. 40, I'm always talking to the 48% out there. <laughs> Hope they're listening. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive, all the time. So we're at the end. So, Mark, we are up to your funny story. So this guy... He's in Center City, and he's sitting at a bar enjoying an after-work cocktail, and this exceptionally gorgeous, sexy young woman enters the bar, and he's, she's so striking that the man cannot take his eyes away from her. The young woman noticed that he's, you know, his attentive stare and walked directly towards him. Before he could even offer his apologies for being so rude staring at her, the young woman said to him, she goes, I'll do anything, absolutely anything that you want me to do, no matter how kinky, for 500 hours on one condition. Flabbergasted, the man asked, what's the condition? She goes, you have to tell me what you want in just three words. So the man considered her proposition for a moment, withdrew his wallet, pulls out 500 bucks, presses it into the young woman's hands, looks her in the eye slowly and meaningfully, he said, paint my house. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. So now, okay. If you have a funny story, send it to anyone. Send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. I'm headed for a thousand jokes. 
<laughs> I'm not going to have to start writing my own. I've done that in the past, but anyway. So now it is time for the Mortgage Miles segment with Deanne Katsaris from Green Tree Mortgage. And she's going to talk about your credit and how important <laughs> your credit report is. That is not what the topic is, but... Oh. I was you know, close. Who's who's surprised, right? Well, who's, who's surprised? Could have gave me a little more warning. I didn't get a chance to write it down. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I want to talk about is, you know, is your credit score, but keeping it high. It's right. very important, um, just in life in general. And as people go through, I mean, I just did a, a speech for the Girl Scouts on Sunday, and you know, these girls are very young girls, and it, I wanted to talk about their credit at that age. I mean, these kids are like 10 years old, but they, we have to plant the seed now. So moving in the future, I mean, they're not that far away. So the wow. importance. That's it, the kind of stuff we need to teach. Exactly. And I was very excited to have that opportunity. So um, it was the Girl Scout Troop 7450, and they were Scout Skunks. <laughs> so just want to say congratulations to them because they did an amazing job on Sunday. Um, cool. But going back to your credit, you know, it affects everything, Mark. It affects interest rates on a mortgage. It affects interest rates on credit cards. It affects your car insurance, your homeowner's insurance. And I tell young couples, you know, it's something that you should even check. If you're going to get engaged, I want to see somebody's credit report. Any, I'm <laughs> and serious. A because, and a distest <laughs> because you don't know what you're getting yourself involved in. You know, you might... You get engaged and you say, I do. And now all of a sudden you realize, you know, somebody's never paid their student loans or, you know, they defaulted, they had a bankruptcy and, and that's going to affect you once you get married. So you don't want oh, yeah. to be responsible for somebody else's debt. So you get, all, you get the whole package. <laughs> yeah. Great. So one of the things people talk about is, well, I pay cash for everything. You know, my yeah. credit is great. I don't have any bills. I don't have any debt. You know, this is exactly where I wanted to be. Well, the problem with that is by paying cash is you haven't established any credit. Yep. Right? So you need to establish credit. If you want to pay everything off every month, that's not a problem. You will end up with an 800 score in probably less than a year. But yep. the whole, the definition of credit is being able to pay things over time. So even if, you don't want to have any debt. Like American Express is the best one. You know, you put in, let's say two, $3,000 a month and you pay it off at the end of the year. I mean, I'm sorry, at the end of the year, at the end of the month. This way you have, you don't accumulate any interest. You accumulate an amazing credit score. But the problem that comes into, into rise is these $25 payments. So somebody gets a credit card, they have a $5,000 limit. They put $3,000 on there. And now they're going to pay 20 or $40 a month and think that that's going to help them give credit. The problem with that is you need to keep that utilization under 30%. So with a $1,000 limit on a credit card, you don't want to spend more than $300 because that increases your utilization. And by increasing your utilization, you're decreasing your credit score. 30,000, did you say? I said no, 30%. No, Keep it under 30%. That, you just said a number before, and then the a thousand, number. If you have a $1,000 oh, limit. I thought you credit, said 30000 no, no, you want to keep it under 300 right. And you want to try to pay things off because, you know, what I'm seeing now 
is that people are are behind. People have so much credit card debt and, credit card and they're not out. able to get out from under it. And when the Fed raises the rate, you got to keep in mind that that's not necessarily the interest mortgage rate, but it's the credit card debt. I mean, Big that time. is through the roof. There's never been a better time to be able to get rid of this debt. If you have an interest rate of six and a quarter, it's well below 29% which is what you're paying on your credit. That's like, like these goofy banks that are in trouble did this yeah. same thing you're talking about, but at a, at a financial level, they put, they didn't real, they put investments in things that were affected by the interest rates and nobody was paying attention right. here. Apparently they're focused on all the green agendas and everything else. And then when the rates went up, they were in yeah. bad investments. So if you have, questions on your credit, give me a call. I can help. It's free of charge. You know, we want to do an assessment. We want to be able to advise you on what the right thing to do is. Give me a call at 609-605-7153. And at least get some credit. Get in the game. Yeah, we can show you how to do that. Absolutely. All right. So Mark, we are right. up to our question and answer segment. No, we got to take a break here. Yes, we do. All right, so with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. Hi, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive, all the time. So where are we at, Dan? So, Mark, we're up to our question and answer segment. And the first question is, why do you both keep saying, buy a duplex first before buying a house? Yeah, and we've been talking about this for a long time. And I just ran into a new buyer, and I just gave them this advice, and they were like, Really? But we really wanted a house. Uh, they had no kids. I said, you know what? You buy a duplex. Let's use my neighborhood, for example, Fox Chase. Always buy a two-by-two. Two. Don't buy a one-by-one one or Well, yeah, we got to let people know <clears throat> what a two-by-two Yeah, two-by-two two bedrooms. At least the two bedrooms. You know, a one-bedroom, you're narrowing down your amount of renters. But a two, it's harder to sell. Yeah, too, and they're harder to sell. But if you have a two-by-two, two two two-bedroom apartments, in most cases around a city, you're probably going to, one of them is going to pay your mortgage, probably all of it. And you might even make money. Like in my neighborhood, Fox Chase, a two-by-two two right now is probably about 285 something like that. But that mortgage payment is probably going to be what, 17 18 Roughly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you're going to rent that out from between right now, I would say, Twenty-two to twenty-four hundred dollars yeah, a month. Yeah, I was going to say at least so. So I mean, you're going to make money out of the gate. So you stay there for a year, then you rent out both units, and then within a year, you'll probably be able to get twenty-four a piece. So now you're at almost five grand a month. But now you got a job. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, some people don't make that much a month. Now you got a job, and then you buy another house or another well, duplex or whatever you want. Right, but Mark, one of the things that that we talk about is. The great thing about getting a duplex is that you can purchase the duplex with an FHA loan. Yeah. And you could put as little as three and a half percent down. You can still get a seller concession. Grants are available on a duplex 
as long as you're going to live in it, we get to use 75% of the rental income from that other unit. And you can use Curbio too. You can use Curbio, but again, keep in mind that this is, um, you have to live in one of the units. It's a win-win. That's why yeah, we but keep I mean, talking I mean about you it. could use Curbio, do a two or three K, fix the place up. Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff you could do here. Yeah, for sure. All right. You ready? That's a great question. Question number two. How long until we really see some uptecks in the homes for sale? This inventory thing's an issue. And and uh the problem is like I, I listened to last night, I was trying to go to sleep, so I put the business channels on. And they did a little uh, real estate segment and they started talking about the inventory a little bit, but they get never get into any detail because you know what I hate on the cable news and almost all news channels. They ask somebody a very complicated question. They give them like two minutes to answer, (laughs) you know, like, what do you think about the problems in Europe? And you got 30 seconds, you know, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) and that's what happened last night. I listened to the, I, I heard, uh, we're going to talk about housing. My ears perked up. I figured, all right, let me see what these guys got to say. And then just talked about the lack of inventory and the rates going up and down and the inflation. And then they got into nothing about like how good of a time it is to buy or historically how great these rates are compared to 8 to 14%. Right. And, and then, you know, it's the best time ever to sell. So they got into no detail. That's the problem. But to answer the question, I think it's going to take a while because there's just this lack of knowledge out there. It's yeah, weird. It's, it's, like, it's like one day these sellers are going to say, oh, it's, it's a great time to sell. And a lot of them are going to miss the boot. Right. So it's going to take as long as it takes the realtors to get out there and start spreading the word. Yeah. And I just got three emails. It's time to order your Philly schedule. It's time <laughs> to, you know, I actually had two realtors they called me Saturday morning. I happen to wake up at six o'clock. This, I get to open up this email. It's from a realtor I know, but she sent me, I'm on her, I must be in her database. Are you interested in buying or selling your house? And I, I just went on a rant. I taped tight back. I went, you know, pick up the damn phone, you know, give me a call. You never know what comes out of a conversation. hundred percent. They just won't do it. And now my local board, the Bucks County Board of Realtors, they're pushing this new chat thing, AI thing that like, and I read the good and the bad about it. College students are using it to cheat on tests. <laughs> and it's, you know, uh, Dr. Ray, I sent it home. Hopefully we'll talk about it today. But nobody knows what's going on. That's the problem. And fear. How much coffee have you had today? I had about four. <laughs> good. All right, let's go on to question number three. What's the next one? I have a buyer for my home who keeps adding conditions to our contract. What should I do? Yeah, and this can be a problem too because, you know, you get an initial contract. Maybe it has a home inspection, termite cert or whatever in there, right on. And then this buyer thinks about something else and they want to add something else. And and then the seller agrees and then they add something else and, and, and they keep doing this. And this is sometimes because buyers are sitting around thinking and they have an agent that lets them get out of control and just keep saying yes to everything. The one thing they don't realize is every time you do this stuff, there's an opening for somebody to walk away because if they don't sign that addendum, you're con- you're getting your contract in, in uh, into some sticky areas. And what happens if you don't agree? Is the buyer walking? Technically, if right. you don't do it on the seller side, the buyer's in. 
They're just asking you to add something new. I would just say no. Right. But like, you know, some people will keep doing this, but the agent, this is where you need a good agent to step in here and like, yo, enough, Take enough of this because you're in. You should have thought about that in the beginning. That's okay. right. All right. The next question is, sorry for your loss, but heard you mention something about a will not being enough to solve all the issues if someone passes. And I want to thank mine if one of our listeners, she called me about it, what happened, and uh, thanks for your thoughts. Yeah, and so I thought, like I'm pretty organized. <laughs> I have a will. My wife had a will. And then, you know, you get a death certificate. And when I thought a will and a death certificate, you're good. I've been telling a lot of people about this since I've just been through. And I'm not completely done still. Uh, but if you don't have, if you're not on your your spouse's or your whatever accounts, I mean, they might not get a credit card, but at least have them on all of your accounts. All, you got a real problem. You got to get a short certificate, which I didn't even know what that was because I never really dealt with that issue before. And then the banks won't even talk to you. My wife had accounts at three different banks, a car loan. And I went and asked them, what's that? Well, you got any money in the accounts? How many accounts? They, you can't do anything. So then the one bank told me that you got to get a hold, you got to get an appointment at the record, Philadelphia Records Department. And that could take five to six weeks. Like you can't walk in. I was like, what? So, I mean, she had a car payment. I'm thinking five to six weeks, she'd be late. So uh, anyway, I got the appointment, went down, got the short certificate, death certificate. I had to get a copy of my marriage license. Another one I didn't think about because we were married 40 years. So all these things, like you're in grieving and you don't feel like doing all this stuff, but you got to do it. Right. So if you plan a little ahead, you need more than just a will. So, because if you're not on these bank accounts, now I have one thing left. I have a, uh, actually two things left. I got the car and the, uh, what do you call it in the bank? The safety deposit box. I have the key, but I have to send a letter to the state. And then the letter sends me back, giving me permission to go to the bank. And then somebody supervises me while I open the box and get the nine gold bars she's been saving <laughs> over, over like I, I guarantee it's going to be probably the damn marriage license it's probably going to be in there i know it so but like just all that stuff i had no clue because you know i never i was only married once and i never had anybody die on me so it's like yeah it's a it, and then it, you're you're so messed up emotionally, emotionally. you're up hills and valleys you can't, you can't and you got to do all this stuff yeah. and you got to do it yeah, your son can't do it. Your daughter can't do it. Only the spouse can do it. And you know, imagine if you're not married, what kind of problems you got? Yeah, and Mark, one of the things that we recommend too, especially when people are buying houses. And again, we're all very, very sorry for your loss. Yeah. I know it's it's really hard to go through, um, yep. and then have to you know take care of all those nuances to begin with. But if you you know, get legal shield, get your will, talk to an attorney so you know what needs to be done. Um, it, it's just an amazing product. Give us a call, email us, we'll hook you up with the right people, but it, it definitely will take a lot of the stress away. It was uh, it was eye-opening to me because with the businesses I own and stuff, you know, I'm redoing everything because, you, have to. you know, I, I don't want my son to have to go through that. Right. 
All right. Great question. Um, or my granddaughter, but she might try to take charge. No doubt. <laughs> Heavy, man. No doubt. <laughs> All right. So coming up next is going to be our topic of the day. What women want in a new home. Advice to women oh, from the MC. God. <laughs> So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, all positive, all the time. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at mortgagemom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News Real Estate Journal on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, all positive all the time. So we're at the end. So, Mark, we are up to our topic of the day, which is what women want in a new home. And here I am giving advice to women. I, this is scary. I got it. I got it. Yeah, I did one this not that scary. long ago. I think it was actually on dating or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was something weird. I don't think anyway, so. what do women, women want in a new home? There was a giant study done, big time okay. study. And okay. the psychologist has said, and for years they've been saying that there's a men and women are different, want different things, relate to the world through different lenses. Then it stands to reason <laughs> that, you know, they want in a new home differs as well. So the research showed when buying a new home, women hold 92% of the purchase influence. For more than 20 years, they've been doing this study at Myers Research. It's been conducting a consumer research track, the preference of behaviors of new home buyers, and she boiled it down to prestige is more important to men than women. Men focus more focus on conquer and achieve. Women tend to engage and relate. And they admit it sounds like an old stereotype, but the one, you know, it's one that you need to believe because the data, they have the data. They did a study of 8,000 responses through uh, to late 2000s, right around 2020 anyway. And they got all kinds of insights about home features that were important to women and more importantly, why those features are important. And they, and they, did all, they talked to all kinds of builders and got involved in this. And what, the hope rep- what a home represents to both men and women when asked to pick one word was comfortable. The uh, Carmichael's research draw from shoppers. They provide a list of builders, developers, all kinds of people were involved in this study. It was a big study revealing that owning a great home for a man is a sign of accomplishment that defines success. And he's more concerned with location, outward facing issues, whereas women, the inside of the home is important and how it will engage and serve whatever the family means to her. And the why behind a few key insights provide the food for thought for builders when they're thinking about designing and building houses. So inside versus out, women are focused on how to make a home connect, how they spend their time with families. They look for conversation spaces where families can engage, relate, quiet spaces for decompression, downtime. This is why you don't want to sell your house and places you can call (laughs) her own. Men are more interested in curb appeal. Not that women don't care about it, but the interiors of the home lives are more important to women and how it looks. One shift in this study was reaction to the modern architecture, with men being 60% somewhat or very likely to find it appealing versus 30% in a prior study, while only 40 47% of women felt the same. Kitchen, islands versus backyard. Think about it. You walk into a friend's house, where do you hang out? 
Carmichael's Kitchen. Was, yeah, was asked for this focus group with builders and sales agents with a 10 years of experience. One participate answered, summing up gender differences related to what areas of the home were most important. Women typically gather around the island in the kitchen. Men grab a beer, go outside on the deck. <laughs> These are like you stereotypes, but this is you, like a lot of study. No, it's true because women want to be around the island because that's where the wine is. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This ties <laughs> to the inside versus the outside preference. Dealing with all that stuff, one of the three overall trends surfacing in this year's study according to these people, was the amount of stuff we have. We all have more stuff, period. Where do we put it? She herself has a master plan, a 12 by 12 uh, coat closet, you know, (laughs) shelving that works without one wasted inch, everything from extra plates to separate fridges and wine and soda. Like I I left my little Coors beer machine with the button. (laughs) This is a trend says women relate to and differentiate, differentiate that is easy and affordable for a builder to do. So these builders are being smart. They're using data to help design the houses. I mean, I don't know if I can finish this whole thing today. What functional means, despite the changes in social work roles, more shared family responsibilities for women today who is intent on being a better spouse, mom, provider, house needs to function in a way that is organized to take the stress out of life. Functional means finding ways that the home plan can facilitate organization and a simple life and addressing how women spend very limited free time in a way that is rewarding and worth it for those who are important to them. When asked, men still gravitate to the outdoor space and garage spaces that work for them. Inside the homes, they care most about the game rooms, bonus rooms, connections between the garage and the backyard. Then recession-proof. Building these builders are really looking at all the stuff on the size of the houses and the style of the houses, like the 60 by 70 versus the 50 by 100 square uh, uh, feet design house. The long one compared to the flatter, like a rancher. Right. Nearly unanimously, when developers are offered this option, they get nervous about it because it reduces the density there for saleable acreage. One developer, not afraid of this, was in this forest city and they said they thrive and they use this kind of research and they come up with a product 45 by 90 on a, on, on the, on the lot. And that works the best for them because it's most attractive. So, I mean, it's very interesting that they did with this big of a group. So what they're hoping is that the builders will take time to dig into all this data. And you can look this up online about what women value in a home and explore how they can interpret them in a different product configuration from traditional single family detached to attached multifamily living. Even one of little spaces different and intentionally designed for her will have an impact. And if that market turns, these homes stand a greater chance of success because they will differ from all the typical homes on a standard 50 by 100 lots. And and that helps with resale and everything else. The bottom line is a home designed to facilitate relationships and engagement, and, and that makes life work easier and is what re- women really want in a right. Happy home. I thought that was just an inter- interesting that they did that much research to, before they even built the house. Happy wife, happy life. All right, Mark. Yeah, and how much impact the women have on the one picking in the 90 percentile. Yep, women know best. Well, did you pick your house? Yes. With P, who was yes. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. So we got to move on to our segment with asking Dr. A, and we're continuing the topic with AI. All right. So Dr. Abelson, last night, last week we were talking about AI, and you were explaining to people what it is because there's all this confusion out there about everybody thinks it's this automatic thing, and they're not going to have to do anything or something. But in reality, it's just a tool. But I sent you an email about this thing, Chap. What's it called, Chap GT or something, or GPT? Yeah, GPT, and one of my local real estate boards are pushing this thing. And I, so I did some research on it and there's some good and bad. And one thing that cracked me up about it was that the college students and a bunch of companies are banning it Yep. uh, because, and then the college, a a bunch of colleges have banned it because they're using it to cheat on tests. Yeah. Well, what happens is they go and they, and they use it to to actually do uh, papers you know, term papers and things like that. But you know what? The same technology, universities using the same technology to see if there are strings of, 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 of sentences, okay, that are taken from anywhere on the internet. That's how fast the chips are anymore. So they're using right. the same technology to catch them on plagiar- plagiarism. Plagiarism. <laughs> and it's like, and then one weird thing about, it, it can write a song for you, and the guy said, write a song about Elon Musk, and it wrote three verses in the chorus. Yeah. I was thinking, man, everybody's going to be writing songs now like that. Well, I don't, I don't know how I don't know how long uh, some of your viewers have been in, in the real estate industry, but about a decade and a half ago, uh, there was uh, th- this movement with the MLSs that were trying to do something, and uh, NAR didn't like the idea. So they spent, I believe the figure was around $17 million, and this is a decade, a decade and a half ago, maybe even a little longer by now. And uh, they came up with their own technology. But you know what? They tried to beat the technology. And what happened as a result was they wasted their $17 million because right. there was a workaround. So the, the, the issue is you can't stop technology. You can try to. You can try to deal with it. But as far as what's happening with AI right now, yes, there's a lot that it can do and there's a lot that it can't do. The thing to keep in mind is we can't make assumptions that they can do what we what we want it to do. You're going to have to test it out first to see if you can do it before you can actually start using it and sending it out to people because you don't want right. the and wrong information thing- to send out to people because you're going to be held legally responsible for it because you have right. a license to deliver real estate and and with that license comes obligations and responsibility and ethics and 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 apparently how how this thing works is the more you give in it starts building your personality and then it's i don't know if it's going to be answering uh, answer it's a text answer correct yeah, well, there's all kinds of things that are going on. One of the things we were talking about before we started the, the, the radio program. The today. whole thing that I don't like about it is they're finding ways to do things without talking to anybody. That's what I don't like. Well, about. that continues to happen, and I'm waiting to see. And what, they're pushing it. I'm waiting to see what happens in five or ten years from now when all these all these people who, who aren't married yet, right, all of a sudden get in a relationship and they have to deal with emotions and actually interacting with somebody else, i.e. their spouse, uh, and they don't know how to do it. Because you right. texting only goes so far. <laughs> right. You need social interaction. And and what bothers me with this, all the agents that I know that are struggling in this market, and the market is fine. It's them not doing the correct right. work. They're not talking to people. Right. They'd rather send I just got we were in part earlier in the show, me and Dean. I just got emails from a couple agents because I'm in their database. Time to order your calendars. And then I, you know, the Philly schedule. You know, yeah, call me. Right call me you know it's like 
what's the worst thing? They call me. I'm not looking to buy, but we get into a conversation and something comes up and they got a friend that wants to sell a gas station. I got to buy it. What I've been doing lately with that, I've been texting people, you know, call me and I put my telephone number in there, even though they have it. Okay. Call me now. Can we talk now? All right. Give me a holler. Let's do it now. Because if you call them, they let it go to voicemail and you don't, you don't talk to them. Right. And people See, most of my call Texas, back, Texas. So you most of my call back, got to go with the technology. They answer, they answer the phone. I just call them back. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, uh, it's, it's but the AI, people really got to get their hands around this and not, it's not to do the work for you. It's a tool to help you do the work. Exactly. That's what it should be. Well, that's what it is. And people will try to abuse it. And what's going to happen is what happens every time that there's a downturn in the industry, you know, there's going to be people who survive because they do the right stuff. And there's going to be people who try to take shortcuts because they're trying to do too much and they're not doing the right stuff. And they wind up getting out of the business. Yeah, because the one thing that the real st- real estate agents don't understand is you're competing with every other industry that's doing this. That's right. So you're getting lo- right. that texts and emails. That's what stuff gets. And you're competing with one and a half other million realtors. Right. Okay. Especially in this day and age where you can do real estate in Philly, even though you live in Portland, right. Oregon. You know, so it's it, it it's right, very dynamic. very good. So we'll we'll keep talking about this topic. So all that people have to do to get a hold of me is go to a b e l s o n at a b e l s o n dot net. That's my direct email, or go to www.abelson.net. Very good. All right, thanks, Doctor Abelson. All right, great. Thank you, Doctor A. If you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at eight zero two nine at comcast.net, or give him a call at two six seven two six six fifty five zero one. You can also email me at dnketsaris at comcast.net or give me a call at 609-605-7153. And a special thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in and all of our sponsors for keeping us on the air. If you want to join our team, give us a call. With that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all love, time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate. If you'd like to contact Mark Cumberland or Deanne Katsaris or listen to any of their past shows, go to goodnewsinrealestate.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre recorded.